I rise with the sun on a mission so divine. It's all in my heart. Yeah, I do this all the time. I do this for the lost souls with eyes so bleak. I do this for my kids and my kids' kids. Hi everyone. Welcome to another episode of How It Is with Whitney and Waigwa. I'm Waigwa. And I'm Whitney. In today's episode, we get into cognitive behavioral psychology and coping with anxiety. And of course, if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss a moment with us. Now, let's get into it. Yes. First of all, what? <laughs> Tell us a little about that virus before we get into anything. Okay. Um, well, it comes from the reason why I wake up, the reason why I still align myself to self-improvement and spreading the word on it. Because most of the time, you just see the world, the war, the things that have been going on in our country, mm-hmm. and you're had to just dies because you're like, damn, more people need to improve themselves from their thinking, how they're feeling, their mm. actions. And yeah. And yeah. I felt that energy when you were like sharing that verse, Harry, it was so, so <laughs> like high energy. Yes. Like you gotta get into it. Mm-hmm. Let's go. And I feel like I like seeing people spreading you know, the word on wellness, mm. even on the internet. Because mm. I'm like, I'm sure that person spreading that word mm-hmm. has close friends and family, mm. you know, they listen to it. Then yeah. another one has close friends and family. Then yeah. I'm just like, yeah, everyone to just spread this word. It's a people fact, I mean. Exactly. And we all just grew, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me, Winnie, how have you it's been a while two weeks we missed you so much oh my god i have missed you guys too (laughs) and you too chris oh i miss you too i've never called you chris but yeah (laughs) (laughs) hey i've been good Mm -hmm. um how can i describe how i've been generally good I've not even been busy, but I've been busy yeah, in my head. Yeah. I feel that you've been busy. Right? Like you've been up and about. True. Yeah. Busy trying to rest. <laughs> busy trying to go back to school again. Mm. Um, working, looking for work. Mm. I think that's what has taken up most of my time. And mm. balancing also spending time with family. Mm. Mm. How about you? How have you been? First, let's unpack. Yes, girl. Be yeah. better. I hear you say that you've been busy. <laughs> yes. Um, busy trying to rest. That stood mm-hmm. out for me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I, I remember that, especially the latter months of last year, was such, like, so high tempo for mm-hmm. you especially. Yeah. You had so much going on. Yeah. On the brink of burnout. Tell me about it. And <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and so I'm glad that right now you are intentional about resting mm-hmm. and you are busy trying to rest. True. That is important. Yes. Yeah. I was so burnt out actually. And mm. me getting back to my art and writing this verse, and I've been writing many other things. Yeah. Just reminded me of why I do what I do. Yeah? Because you know when you're burnt out, you're just like 
uh, fuck yeah, this. Yeah, nothing matters anymore. Yeah, somebody closed the curtain. Yeah. You know, just fucking burnt out. Yeah. But honestly, creating, creating art, creating anything yeah. and expressing yourself just leads you to like the answer to keep you going. Oh, it does. Yeah. It leads you back to yourself. Yes. And I'm so happy to see that you're back into it. <laughs> I can't too. wait for more. Yes, and you're here looking so like a boss. I'm oh, loving it. Yeah, I'm liking it. You are the one who looks put together. You look like you're about to yeah. like scream boss and CEO right now, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and send oh. my paycheck. You are such a doll. Oh, thank you. Yes. You are such a doll. You, you guys should see, especially with his hair right now. Oh, Love it's it. looking good. Yeah. Thanks. Got me oh. blushing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell me, how have you been? I'm so eager to hear. I have been good. Busy too, trying to get back into the gist of things. Yeah. You know, January, mm. things start happening. Um, we got back to school, college. We're finishing up. Um, I'm going back to practicum yeah. to cancel the children mm. um, from Monday, actually. So mm. um, the day we're recording this is Sunday, by the way. Mm. So tomorrow, yeah. I'll be hard at work. They all the best. Yeah, and I'm also trying to find like a job outside of counseling mm. because I am realizing that to like you know build a career in counseling and actually mm. like sustain yourself. It takes time. It's not a one-day thing like some other like careers. So um, I'm gonna like try another route to sustain the schooling as I practice counseling on the side. And I feel like this is a first step, like giving birth to how it is. Giving birth to how it is. The way you have been holding on to that analogy. Yeah. Giving birth. Giving birth because it's not me, honey. It's it's you and I. I thought I thought we had this <laughs> this baby together. Not a baby. You gotta disown us. Oh, okay, okay. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna be that man that goes for bread. <laughs> yeah, and milk and stuff. <laughs> Please, yeah. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, okay. It's our baby. It's our yes. child. Mm. And I'm loving this topic for today. Yes, CBT. I think it's it's one of the most practical mm-hmm. theories in psychology. Right. Yeah, it's the most applicable like routes. Mm-hmm. And first, as we begin, yeah, um, can we talk a little about anxiety because that's yeah. like what we're gonna like work around as yeah. we share. So today we're talking about anxiety and also irrational beliefs. Yes, okay. irrational uh, beliefs and how like they influence mm. anxiety. So anxiety, yeah. what does it mean to you? What, what what comes to your mind when I talk about anxiety? When you talk about anxiety, I think of it's that dread to something that mm. I think that you perceive. Mm. Yeah. Such really a real threat, mm, but yeah. it can be because yeah. you know there are different types of anxiety from reality anxiety. That's the one now you see, like so you see a lion there, that's like, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then there's the neurotic anxiety, which is for the perceived things, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and the ones that go to become disorders, mm. neurotic. 
Okay. Yeah. yeah. Then there's moral anxiety connected to your conscience. Mm. Like do this. Yeah. I'll be, you know. Burning the fiery pits of hell. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I think of when you mention anxiety. Yeah, work. And from the way you've described it, it sounds like anxiety can be both a good thing and a bad thing. Mm. Yeah. Like even my week. Even you mentioning anxiety. Honestly, I didn't know we were talking about anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love a surprise topic. Yes, but it is uh, like connected to my week. Like uh, today we are on Sunday. Mm. Just this week, mm-hmm. my young brother, he has sleep anxiety. Mm-hmm. When it's night mm. and it's time to sleep, he immediately finds it hard to sleep. And reminded me of how we learn anxiety manifests, you know, in the body. Mm. So he said feeling pain in his abdomen. Yeah, like difficult even breathing. Mm. He said also like shaking. Mm. He's like, sis, I've been shaking. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, And you know... Well, that is so right? cute. Right? <laughs> and you know, the whole time, I'm sure he does not understand. Yeah. Like what is going on. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, so at first he tells me mm-hmm. there's like something in his curtain that's, that keeps moving. Mm. And at that point I had to check myself because I was about to tell him, there's nothing, you know. But I was like, okay, with me, check yourself first. Yeah. So I, I, I had to check. Then I'm like, I, I can't see anything. So I decided, let me stay in your room for a bit. Maybe I'll hear it. Yeah. And then... It was a bug, actually. You know those big bugs that just come in the house oh, anytime. Scary. I know. <laughs> also, yeah, it was actually valid. Yeah, it was like reality anxiety. Yeah. So I killed it. So I told him, you see, the bug is dead. But he still can't sleep. He's still like waking up like, hey, I'm feeling pain. It's just, you know? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I find like, it so like cute. <laughs> yeah. And I just remembered... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like telling someone with anxiety like at you relax or yeah it doesn't help right it yeah. makes it worse it does make it worse because <laughs> i'm like okay i'm relaxed yeah so i i reassured him that it's quite normal mm-hmm. and to just stay with that feeling somehow mm. but to also try and notice other things that are also in the moment mm. don't only really drown in the anxiety mm. So, there's this one you tell me about the five senses. Work, I yeah. used it. I you was did. like, yeah, thanks to Aigua. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but I was like, uh, at first I said, with uh, think of five things you can, is it smell or yes. Then he, he, he just felt overwhelmed. I was like, okay, think of one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then he, he decided to use sight. So he said, I don't close the room, mm-hmm. my, the, the door to my room. Mm-hmm. Because his room is the next one. Oh, okay. So he fell asleep just mm-hmm. seeing the room to my door open. Oh, that's reassuring. Yeah. Then anytime he wakes up feeling scared, he sees the door. Yeah. You know, he goes back to sleep. So I'm like, using the five senses, you can choose one. Yeah. yeah. Then this whole week, I've also going through, been going through extinction because you also don't want someone to, you know, Classic, classical conditioning to be mm. atta- attached to my to, door being opened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now he can sleep with my room closed, and 
felt good. Like, oh, really? So room. now it's like he's able to sleep with your room yeah. closed. Um, yeah. But is he still using the like technique? Yeah. What does he uh, observe he holds, now? He uses touch. He holds a certain part of his duvet. He told me that. And he was feeling so proud of himself. He's that like, is so cute. I know. I slept and your door was closed. Oh. He even closed his own room. Word. Right? Yeah. So I feel like having that patience for someone mm. and not just telling them it's not real. Of course they know it's not real. I'm sure even them they feel crazy. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. For sure. Like you're, you're feeling conflicted. Why exactly. is this thing that is so abstract affecting me so much yeah yeah wow but it sounds like you handle it amazing and it sounds like you have such a good relationship with your brother yeah you're you're i girl five stars thank you i feel really proud of myself you should most of the time i'm not that conscious honestly me i would not have been that conscious wow i guess something yeah, especially with family. You know, sometimes you can openly <laughs> learn things and with strangers, you're good at it. Mm. But with family, yeah, it's not it's, that easy. Yeah, there's this empowerment that comes with, yeah. you know, especially as like someone who's trained in psychology, mm. it's hard to use your tools or like your resources mm. with family. Right? Yeah, it's True. just, yeah, tricky. But this year, I think I want to challenge myself. Not even just, you know, there's Whitney as a therapist and Whitney as Whitney. Yes. And they wear many hats. Right? (laughs) And I want to be Whitney as Whitney Mm -hmm. to my family. Yeah, I'll try. It's not easy, but it's it's fun. Yeah, I can imagine. (laughs) And you're doing amazing so far. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Tell us about anxiety. You, when you hear about anxiety, what do you think? Mine was a whole... <laughs> that was a beautiful um, excerpt yeah. from your experience last week. Mm. Thank you to you too for teaching me the senses thing. Because mm. I noticed how I cope with my anxiety. Mm-hmm. A child will not understand because mine is complex words. So do you notice responsibility of choice notice now how will they start understanding that oh yeah <laughs> but they yeah. know about senses you oh, know? yeah yeah so thank you too oh thank you for letting me know mother teresa has nothing yes on this girl right here <laughs> 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 yeah but so just like to relate with you and what you've shared about anxiety i yeah i also think of anxiety as worry and it mm. could be worry about something that exists and yeah. something that, like a threat that is there and a threat that's not there. Mm. <coughs> but it's, True. yeah, a response to a threat. Yeah. And um, I think now to relate it to like what we are talking about today, which is irrational beliefs. Mm. Um, so like how you described um your brother's experience with anxiety Mm. how it physically manifests Mm. and i imagine it starts with a feeling of fear Mm. like i remember when i was younger i used to be scared of a dark honey i did not want to leave the living room Mm. and go to sleep with everybody there downstairs up the stairs in darkness to my room to sleep in a way interesting because even he is fear of the dark. Yeah. So maybe I'll pick something from you ahead. Right. So yeah, I used to be so scared of the dark. 
I remember just that feeling of fear. At that time, I didn't have, like, the resources or, like, the knowledge to understand that it's just a feeling and I could, like, isolate it and observe it and allow it to be there. But now that feeling manifested, like, physically, mm. or first thought-wise, like, that feeling now translated to thoughts. It influenced my thoughts. I started thinking um, how, like, these ghosts up there or something mm. or these, like, some horrific being that I saw maybe from like movies or something and I started like imagining those things and visualizing um, and then I started thinking my siblings don't like me or don't want me around or my mom hates me why the fuck would you put me through that like yeah. sending me up dark stairs to my room and I would feel now angry mm-hmm. so yeah the feeling of fear now um, played into my thoughts and my imaginations and then now it translated to my behavior. I would um, first physically it manifested in like mm. clenching mm. and pretending to be dead asleep in that couch. I was like, <laughs> if we're going to sleep, we're going to sleep together. I'm not getting my, I'm not gathering myself and going out. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. I used to have to pretend. Act. Yeah, I had to act. Yeah. I had to like get my Oscars mm. and me. <laughs> interesting <laughs> yeah i remember yeah acting like feigning being asleep i'm forcing myself to stay awake mm-hmm. because i didn't want to like be told and look at so i would like but i'd like like do something mm-hmm. so i stay awake so like those that feeling of fear played into my my thoughts and my behavior and it was it was difficult. And then I didn't have like anyone to like help me get a CGO, smell something. Well it's you and your defense mechanism. Yeah, it's you and your defense mechanism. So yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't remember when it stopped, but yeah, yeah. I also had yeah, similar wow. worry, I guess. And I like how you explained from the activating event, which is the fear of darkness, mm-hmm. to okay. now, right? The yeah. beliefs that came in, mm-hmm. or maybe a scary thing you saw, mm-hmm. or, you know, yeah, like thinking maybe I'm not liked by my family. Yeah. <laughs> like even his belief was that mm-hmm. the man who, in class, they were shown the photos of the sad story that has been happening this first two weeks of January. The old oh, the femicide. They were shown photos. Yeah, the like by that point he With told me yeah, he told okay. me during the day he felt confident to look. Mm-hmm. Though it affected him at night. So he thought that man will come and hurt his family. Mm-hmm. You see now the beliefs that irrational thinking that was like coming yeah. to his head. Yeah. It affected now the behavior and your behavior to you clutch. Yeah. Give them a little show. I'm dead asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead asleep. There's no way I'm going to Whoa. bed. <laughs> and I feel like it's those beliefs that mm. affect. Yeah. Right? The behavior. Mm. Yeah. They really play into each other. And then when when that cycle ends, like yeah. now the behavior is that I I'm not going to sleep. And then something happens. Maybe now my 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 brother is angry. Like, 
snap out of it tuna joke on usingize lokalale and me if only you knew yeah and me i'm there like trying to act so awake and then when he says that i use what he says to reinforce my belief that they don't want me around mm. and then now it becomes like another cycle of negative thoughts negative uh, behavior negative emotion it just keeps feeding and feeding itself and it's from nothing girl i feel when you said something about having a high healthy relationship with alcohol yeah. i just remembered this book i'm reading i had to tell my bible oh <laughs> oh uh-huh. and there's this like little chapter where he talks about having a healthy relationship with them now he's just calling he was just like calling the reader to continually assess the kind of relationship that you have with her now yeah. are you dwelling on the past mm. are you resisting the present mm. or are you foreshadowing or like building castles <laughs> in the air yeah <laughs> um, and so that question and that awareness will immediately dissolve everything else that doesn't matter and then you will like bring your attention to the now where are you how are you feeling checking with your body and all that and i've been using it so much yeah and it has it has saved my i don't yeah. know week so far let's just say wow i love that it's still a new app yes hey, that's definitely your bible girl it's my bible like me wow. i talk about it all the time yeah i love that <laughs> a healthy relationship with the now yeah I have it on my phone so I'll send you some screenshots on yeah. IG so that you check it out and let me know what you think. Okay, can't wait. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to take a break now and when we come back we'll get into some coping strategies and how you can apply them using some of our personal examples. Welcome back everybody. We have had a little break. Yes. We've had a little breather. Mm-hmm. Uh, before the break we talked a little about um the anxieties that we've experienced ourselves and how it felt going through it with me has shared about their brother mm. who has a little struggles sleeping mm. in the dark yeah. i shared a little experience of my own yes, as a child which is very helpful thought, oh thank you and now we're going to get into some ways that we cope mm. but before before that i'd want to know like how would it affect you in the day after mm. you had anxiety at night when you were young because of fear in the dark yeah sleeping late because you're there trying yeah <laughs> struggling even it would not work let me tell you something yeah. i'd pretend that i'm asleep and they would carry me upstairs mm. immediately mm. um so how it would affect me in the day i think I would, I would just you know sleep with a like a, a feeling of like anger mm. upset and maybe betrayal even mm. like damn. Mm. <laughs> um but looking back like right now for me that then then it was so like such a big thing yes. but right now looking back it's such a small thing it wasn't that big that serious mm. Um, but it really did affect me during the day. I would be mad at them all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you play me dirty. Um, so what were you like looking for when 
you live and like pretend what did you want to be done um i think i wanted to stay there all night and like stay next to the tv with everyone and feel apart yeah like is it like to feel safe yes mm. to feel safe yeah i think so i think that is the feeling i was looking for because i was always the one to like go to sleep Wakwanza. Yeah. And it was around the time Chuck Norris was playing. Remember like yeah, ABC, ABC, Chuck Norris and I did not want to miss it because I know like mm. in the morning during the day everybody is talking about Chuck it. Norris. And me, I'm there. <laughs> oh, oops. I was sent to bed. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. Okay. That is very insightful for me. Oh yeah? How so? Yeah. Like so I had to know in case I see my brother lashing out mm-hmm. on something. I, I understand what 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 are, what are they looking for? Mm. It's feeling safe, secure, mm-hmm. tension. Because you know, when you're young and you don't know how to process your feelings mm. to manifest to other things, maybe even deciding to think you're hated. Yeah, yeah, mm. like yeah, mm. like you become the center of everything that's going yeah. wrong around you. Like it's your fault, it's your fault, it's your fault. Yeah. Mm. So it's good to know like what what they want. Oh, that's so thoughtful. I don't think if I was an older sibling, I'd be thinking about that shit. <laughs> but oh, you are such a last words. word. I am. <laughs> okay, girl. Teachers, how do we cope? How do we cope? We've established how it's basically like a triangle. A feeling plays into our thoughts. Or a belief, and a belief plays into a behavior, and then the behavior reinforces the feeling. Mm. For example, a feeling of fear, you know, being in the dark, mm. plays into a belief that maybe there is a spider in the corner, there is mm. some figure that is yeah. in your wardrobe, <laughs> but it's just your jacket. There's a snake crawling. There's a snake crawling, <laughs> that is mine. but it's just your tie. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, and Save then, us. Uh-huh. yeah, but sometimes we've established that these beliefs, like what you're discerning, might be true. Yeah. But a lot of times, also, it's it's just something that has been made up through mm. our feelings. Um, not all feelings have to mean something. Mm. You could just feel a feeling out of nowhere, mm. and. It's, there's no reason for you to be feeling it at that moment. It just happens. True. So, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me fast. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, this now trying to rationalize this feeling sometimes mm-hmm. now feeds into your beliefs and your thoughts. Mm-hmm. And now it becomes real. Like, <clears throat> you don't have to rationalize every feeling, right? Because mm-hmm. I feel like even as, as human beings, we we feel we have to feel things yeah and that's why we shouldn't be like emotionally reactive because mm-hmm. the emotion you feel in the morning won't be there in the evening mm. you act on your anger the mm. emotion of anger yet at night you'll be angry and be like why did i act on it mm. so that's facts yeah and also just to add to that um a lot of the emotions that we like feel out of nowhere is because they were suppressed from like way way earlier on and they manifest in ways that are out of our control what? and 
you like and we i talk about this all the time how we are like unfathomable beings mm. you cannot understand the full depth of you you cannot understand what your experiences from the time you are in your mother's womb right. until now yeah. and these feelings might be cropping up from like anywhere in between that time mm. and so constantly trying to rationalize where it's coming from sometimes might lead you in in a dead trail. True, you'll even be confused. Mm-hmm. Another one you like saying is how we're valuable. We are valuable human beings. We are valuable death. And intrinsic <laughs> value. <laughs> yes, that is where it goes wide. Like, I was reading a book recently, mm-hmm. The Game of Life and How to Play. Okay, that sounds interesting. Yeah, that I saw they are valuable and I'm like, why go? Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, a friend suggested it to me and it's so good. Yeah, what is it about? Uh, it's about, it talks about how humans are very powerful. Mm-hmm. And we have that power from the moment where you learn to control yourself. Yeah, in situations, but mm. having control of self like will give you so much power. From oh, control of your thoughts, mm-hmm. control of your, behavior. your actions. Yeah, because mm. all that goes to your subconscious mind mm. which brings out the path so if you think negative things mm-hmm. that's what will manifest in your life yeah, yeah. but if yeah. you surround yourself in love mm. in good health like hydrating eating mm. well surrounding mm. yourself in just the magic Mm-hmm. That's what your life will be. That is so tea. Right? And I feel that the magic is different for each and every person. Mm-hmm. And I think now a way to harness that power, I imagine, I don't know the book says, yes. but it's like self-awareness. Yeah. Knowing yourself and learning yourself. Mm-hmm. And then is when you're going to like have the power to control mm-hmm. yourself and now curate an environment where you're able to thrive because you know like your your strengths and your weaknesses and you're able to like reinforce your strengths and try and work on your weaknesses so true because uh, the self-awareness they started with is the power of the word okay, the word. yeah it was like what you words 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 are powerful words yeah. words you know they so, are being aware, self-aware, the words that you think, the ones that you read, the ones that you watch. Ooh. Hi, monkey. <laughs> <Jump scared. laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, these monkeys really do scare me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, there it is. It's happened again. <laughs> Maybe that this time I was not scared. They love my window. I think That's, they're feeling you. And they ru- one thing that like ticks me off about them is that they ruin my plants. They chew up oh, the leaves. Okay, now that's not cute. It's not cute, but then I choose to believe mm. that it's a good thing, a good sign mm. that monkeys come and choose to stay mm. in my space and have mm. their like little children play around over there with yeah. my plants. Mm. I'm like, oh. oh. I must have amazing energy. <laughs> True. Though, you know, monkeys carry diseases that humans can get. So I hope. What is that? Yeah. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Thank you so much. Actually, <laughs> Makera is one who told me, oh, Makera is my friend. Yeah, yeah. 
And you know, I was feeling good that even in my house we have monkeys playing. Yeah. Like, you know, monkeys carry diseases that humans can get. That is like, such a typical Virgo. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, girl, just blow I my bubble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway, yeah. but it's true. They love your space. Yeah. Mm. So let's get back on track. Okay. Because um, <laughs> this monkey is the playful. So mm. one of my favorite ways to cope with anxiety so far is meditating. And that's something I talk about all the time. Mm. I talk about a lot of things all the time. I just talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you talk a lot, especially right. about meditating. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's something that has really worked for me. Mm-hmm. And the thing, the purpose it serves, I feel so far, is um, giving me the ability to hold space for feelings, which usually I do not have like the capacity to experience. For example, mm-hmm. I, oh, I just, I just said that I work at a school interning as a mm-hmm. counselor, mm-hmm. and one of my biggest Yes, there is like being inadequate mm. as a counselor or like being found out as a queer person. Mm. So every time I remember like at the beginning, every time like waking up and getting ready to go there felt like such a task, mm. more a task than it should have been. Mm. So then is when like I started like scattering, looking for resources there. I can't be feeling this exhausted even before I get there. Yeah. And I found meditation. Mm. And Mawani, yes. mm. this amazing mindfulness teacher. I found her on Instagram. And there's this 10 week series that mm. she did. And that is what she carried me through last year. Mm. And one of the things that stand out for me is that holding space for your feelings. Yeah. And sitting in stillness. Um, and just observing the feeling that is there in the here and now. So me, I would feel like fear or like an adequate. And I would just hold space for that feeling without making it, trying to make it go away. Mm. Um, without um, trying to explain it or understand where it's coming from. And eventually, after sitting there for like 30 minutes and observing my thoughts, feelings, my body and the sounds around me, my environment. I got out of there, I would get out of there with a state of like equilibrium. I'm now like feeling so grounded. And yeah, that's one of the ways I cope when I realize that things are feel like they're getting out of hand. Or like my feelings are getting out of hand. Because then Initially, without meditating, I would go with that feeling of inadequacy and then I'd look for reasons. I'd, like, I'd look at myself as soon as, like, I'm, a, I'm at the school gate and I'm like, you look like such a haggard. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah. And I'm like, go, <laughs> go back and change, but oh. I will already be there. Yeah. But now moving forward, mm. going there with that space of, like, equilibrium, I don't have those feelings influencing my thoughts and like my behaviors. Mm. 
Yeah, does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. Work. And the fact that you picked meditation, I can tell, I think you felt safe. I did. Because the holding space where, you know, how you're feeling, thinking, mm. it, you feel like, okay, I'm sure why you felt safe in why you go, you know? And wow, oh girl, because of that part where you're like, I look like a... <laughs> I don't relate. Especially when I decide to dress masculine, I'm like, damn, are we going lesbian, powerful woman today? <laughs> With my half coat. Boss like, CEO, honey. So damn queer. Like, you definitely look gay. But imagine, like, looking at you mm. and, like, your style. I would never even imagine that you don't belong in any space. Oh. Yeah, but. Seriously, and your style, I people need to see you. Oh, wow! <laughs> yeah, that's emphasis. No, seriously, yeah, that's yeah. what I think. I just wow. love your style. Yeah. But for me, mm. I'm so hard on myself, mm. and that's terrible self-talk. Mm. Oh, you dress so awful. Mm. Or what do you think you're wearing? Why are you walking like this? Why are you talking mm. like this? Maybe a little lower, speak a little lower. Yeah, it's just so much self-consciousness. But I would wow. never, like, place that on you. Yeah. But I do it to myself. Hi, that's deep. Used to. <laughs> yeah, and I, I honestly send more energy for you to hold space continually in your meditation. Oh, honey, yeah. As, as Albert Ellis says, <clears throat> you know, we need to accept ourselves even though we notice our imperfections. Mm. You need to accept yourself, even though you make mistakes. Because mm. the more you unconditionally accept yourself, mm-hmm. even the more you unconditionally accept others. Jeez. Right? Yeah. Such that mm-hmm. you'll accept yourself such that you let other people hold the discomfort for you. Mm. You'll be like, maybe today I'm not looking friendly, but let them hold that. Mm-hmm. you just be. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. And eventually you realize they do not give up about how you present yourself. Right. No one even notices most of the time. Yeah, there's teachers there who are limp wrist yeah. literally. <laughs> no tell me about it. Yeah. But they're stressed about water bill. Yeah. <laughs> bills, how they're going to get home. Kumak mamiti honey or whatever. Right. So I feel like most of these are so self, self-made problems they are right they are and i think they come from a place where we were helpless and there's all of these criticisms we got well i'm speaking for myself yeah all of these criticisms i got Mm. and judgments that Mm. now i'm continually conscious of and at that time being conscious about it and trying to like adjust Mm. worked for me for my safety then Mm. but now i'm in a space where i am more autonomous so i don't need to keep questioning how I'm presenting myself, how I'm speaking, how I'm looking, because I'm not that little high school boy around, like, bullies. Yeah. And annoying heroes. Yeah. yeah. The amazing thing is I've been noticing that <clears throat> you're more getting more in touch with yourself. Am I? Yes. Oh. And when I see it, I'm just like, yes. <laughs> like, you hugging me and... You just, your hand is here. Oh I'm my like, goodness. My hand is wet now. Like, yeah, <laughs> the they're the Oof. I'm like, yes, girly. Mm, but do you want to go? <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I love it. You just sitting. I, I fucking love it. And oh, thank you. 
bust girl, bust in your in yourself, Thank right? You. Mm. Yeah, and just to like reiterate what you shared about Albert Ellis's mm. teaching, mm. unconditional self acceptance. Mm. I remember there's a reel you sent me. It's Maya Angelou talking about how mm. she cannot trust someone who tells her she they love her mm. and yet they don't love themselves. Uh. I do love Mayo Angelou. Me too. Reels. I think that I sent to you. You, you pro- yeah, yeah, you do. That's and deep. We're gonna share it on yeah on our Instagram, but mm. it reminds me of that, and also it reminds me of this thought exercise that mm. Blind Boy talked about. Mm. I remember we mentioned it in our love episode. We mm. just did love here. Yeah. And it's this thing for like radical self acceptance mm. imagining yourself remembering or like trying to imagine yourself as mm. an infant just mm. born into this world and when you carry or like see yourself imagine mm. yourself carrying yourself what would you tell this infant how would you get up for them would you be telling them that they are not good enough mm. would you be telling them that they are dressed a little fruity they don't belong in this space imagine you wouldn't be telling them them that so tapping into that exercise anytime you're feeling self-critical would really help dial it down a little and remember that you're a valuable human being you're that same infant and you're still as valuable as you were then right yeah i'm thinking it can also help restructure your thoughts Mm -hmm. You like pose, you I'm, an, I'm that infant. I'm as well. Yeah. I'm, I'm fresh into this world. I yeah, <laughs> to me. Right? Let's restructure that saying I said to myself. Yeah, say it again. Say it again. Yeah. I'm gonna jump you. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. You know, it's funny how I practice these things. Yeah. <laughs> these things we talk about. Like it just ran me this morning. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So I'm I'm changing my diet again, mm-hmm. trying to introduce more fiber. Oh, work. Yeah, like I love with, how intentional you usually are with what you eat. Oh. You always like have something. Yeah. In your diet that you're working on and you're intentional about, and I love that. Oh, thanks. Yeah. yeah. So the one that I've been introducing, I've not balanced well with vegetables. Mm-hmm. So we've been a little constipation. <laughs> 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 This morning, finally, I got to, you know, take a shit. Purr, a good finally. shit. Yeah. Hallelujah, man. And then I feel like taking a shit again. Then I'm like, damn, why are you taking a shit twice? I'm already <laughs> criticizing myself. Yeah. And then I'm like, ah, oh, you pushed it badly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then I'm like, pose. <laughs> pose. I give myself a kiss. I'm like, you are doing great. You know, you're changing your diet. I talked oh. to myself. Wow. <laughs> that is so funny, right? but it's so beautiful. Yeah. I can imagine you having this lame conversation. Oh, the toilet seat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there like, you're doing good. You know, oh, you're doing good, yeah, sweetie. You know, you've just changed your diet. You're understand. Doing... Your body's adjusting. Then I was like, I was shy. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh myself. <laughs> I'm like, okay, let's try again. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Oh <laughs> my god. You should see with me that. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like looking at yourself as an infant and just 
talking better yes. helps. You don't exactly. even need it from anyone else. You will realize that you have all the resources mm. to carry yourself along, even in the most True. difficult of times. When getting any bonus. When right. getting any bonus. That's the tea. Oh, I love yeah. her. That's the title yeah. of this episode. Don't get any bonus. Yeah. So, guys, honestly, I hope you just try, like, restructuring your thoughts, you know. Mm. And it's very humorous. Yeah. It doesn't mean you're laughing at yourself. You're just laughing at your own. So, the self-defeating thoughts you yeah. get, right? And by the way, Eckhart, the, the book I was just talking about, yeah. he talks about how in that time when you question your relationship with the here and now mm. and you realize eh, I'm being a little too hard on myself I'm being a little mm. toxic mm. naturally a lot of times you'd find yourself laughing it's just so <laughs> funny how hard on yourself you can be sitting on the bathroom yeah. and you're, like, <laughs> you're doing awful yeah you're pushing badly <laughs> just everything negative yeah mm. so and then it, it's just so effortless to realize Talking mm. to yourself a little nice, giving yourself a little smooth oh. every now and then because yes. you deserve it. <laughs> like I said, our conversations just ignite many things in my mind. They do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm grateful. Oh, we love a good admission. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, that's we. Yeah, um, this was about my meditation practice. Yeah. That's one of the ways I cope, mm. and then I do it to like balance myself out. And then I get into a mode of trying to challenge mm. those thoughts that yeah. are really like holding me back. Like, am I really inadequate? Mm. And I have this 12 step tool mm. that I use to like snap out of it. Wow. And I'm gonna share that a little later. Okay. But okay. now, mm. how do you cope? How do I cope? I feel like. Um, from a little stories of given, <laughs> maybe yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can pick that I do a lot of cognitive restructuring, mm-hmm. redesigning my cognitive. Tell from, us a little more about right? that. What is cognitive restructuring? Um, cognitive restructuring to me, it's first noticing. I think I use the word noticing a lot. I love that. Right? It's mindfulness. Yes. That's, that's the gist of it. Very true. You notice the structure you use, you've been mm. using all your life, being so aware, how do I talk to myself? Mm. Even learn new things every day about yourself, the more you spend time with yourself. Mm-hmm. Meditation. Mm-hmm. I also do a lot of meditation. Wow. And you learn so many things. And just how to meditate. Right? Per. <laughs> how it is, Pam. How it is. Meditate. <laughs> and... With every meditation, just sitting with yourself for those even 15 minutes a day, mm. I get so many realizations which I like to write down, even the negative ones, that mm. core, bad, disgusting feeling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or thoughts, I like to write them down. Work, yeah, really important. Yeah, just for fun to get to know myself more. Girl, I know you have gone through like a hundred books right now with your journey. Wow, you are really God. intentional about it, and I admire that. Thank you. Tell me about it. I do need a new notebook. Ooh, Ooh. We are squeezing ourselves in a the white one. For, for Valentine's. Yes. If you know who is listening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know you know yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think I do a lot of that, noticing myself, which helps me 
write down, change my thought pattern to kinder words, mm. just being more kind to myself and loving and yeah, oh. you know. I just hold space for myself honestly with so much softness. Mm. And what else do I do? I use a lot of humor. Not in a deflective way. Mm-hmm. In a in a way that it's just fun. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. I still work on myself. But humor just humor is amazing. Humor is amazing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that's what I do to cope with. You're talking about coping with anxiety. Yes. Yes. What else do I do? Breathing exercises. Oh. Yeah. Mostly breathing exercises combined with talking to myself. Mm. Like lately since I'm such an empath and mm-hmm. these things like the war, this femicide happening in our country. Yeah, man. Take it all in and it can describe my whole day. It can affect my whole day. It can, yeah. For me telling myself that there are other people like me who feel it and will work on spreading self-improvement. Mm. Me just affirming myself that it will be fine. Then there's this thing I say, I give a flower to you, I give a flower to you. <laughs> you are yeah. so cute. <laughs> you know? So the flower spreads to everyone in the world. And I'm like, wow, now we're all full of flowers. <laughs> Word. Right? We're yeah. all colorful. So that's honestly how I cope. And I, I sleep well now. <laughs> I think, yeah, because there's only so much you can do when so much is going on around you. Mm. Another thing, with anxiety, is it, it can be caused by dwelling on things that are out of your control mm. or like trying to fix things that are out of your control. But then when you're in a space like, like you shared where you are holding space for what's mm. going on, but also doing what you can, if it's like sending out good energy, mm. if it's sharing posts on Instagram about how you can support, if it's sending money to like organizations that are in the support, if it's going for like marches mm. and protests, just right. breaking it down into things and bits that you can Control. do, yeah. sending out flowers to the doors. It's really goes a long way. And one thing I'm observing is that I think mm-hmm. is that unconsciously mm-hmm. it really plays into your day. This thing goes to the background mm-hmm. but it goes into the background in a way that is positive. And now that you've like handed out flowers, unconsciously you will be handing out flowers through your day, throughout That's your day. Very true. And it's a ripple effect. You just do not know how like it plays out eventually because you're not all knowing. Yeah. But it's better than trying to contain things that are out of your control. Wow, what girls. Mm. That will sit with me, honestly. Because most of these things are out of our control, honestly. Mm. Wow. And we'll keep doing what we're doing. Yeah, we'll keep doing what we're doing and trust that we're sending out little butterfly effects and things will fall into place. Okay. Yeah. Amen. And another thing I learned, because I heard you talk about, you've shared that you speak to yourself. Mm -hmm. Cognitive restructuring, Mm -hmm. you said, is one of the ways you cope. You do meditation, Mm -hmm. you do breathing exercises and journaling. 
So about mm-hmm. breathing exercise, like meditation. <coughs> okay, yeah. So about breathing and meditation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Initially, Kitambo, I used to think that a breathing exercise mm-hmm. is you actually breathing forcefully into your lungs and out of your lungs. <laughs> and somehow it should unleash all that energy. Yeah. But th- that is how meditation did not work for me then. Yeah. Like I left trying to meditate being mm-hmm. so exhausted. You see how you feel dizzy when you like breathe a lot. Yeah. That's how I'd feel all the time. Mm-hmm. But through Dora, I learned that breathing exercises and mindfulness or meditation is not actually changing the way you're breathing. It's mm-hmm. observing it and noticing it, feeling it get into your nose, the back of your throat, into your lungs, observing your diaphragm move or your lungs move, or your belly move out and in. And that is what a breathing exercise in is. It's supposed to bring you back into your body and to notice it. And then everything else goes into the background. And now all that you're thinking about is how you're breathing. Wow. I think I like how you've summed up the things I've mentioned. <clears throat> Which all think the greatest thing that helps me cope mm-hmm. is me aligning them to spirituality, like meditation, align it with spirituality, mm. seeking the highest good, <coughs> transcendence, even what I wear, what I choose. I like it to have a touch of spirituality. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, and I think seeking the divine is like the most freeing thing I experience even when I'm speaking to myself, when I'm doing the meditation, Mm. mindfulness, you know, trying to learn how to be me with Mm. my family, Mm. not having to put a mask or a wall Mm. to avoid that vulnerability. Like spirituality is like my biggest, I'll say my biggest thing wow. that moves me mm. wow i love that yes. and when you speak about spirituality mm. I, I i think of it like as a way of surrender that mm. your mind does not have it all yep and so like letting go and opening yourself up to this like higher power mm. or something that's beyond your understanding is a way of accepting that I, I don't know it all. Yeah. And so I think, I, for me, I believe that we as individuals are all connected to like our source. Like mm. we are all veined into this well and we are all drawing from it. But when you as an individual, you like keep thinking that you have the answers in your mind you block, you obscure that vein that goes into the well and you are now isolated. Very true. But when you open yourself up to draw from that well, yeah. girl, you... It's right. just so free. And easier. That's how it's helping easier. you cough, right? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you've said it so well. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I think we're gonna get into that in another episode. Excellent. I can't wait. Hi everyone. So, 
we split this episode into two parts. We realized that we went on for hours, two hours that is. So we're going to release this first half today and then the next part will come next week. As always, thank you so much for your support and for taking time to listen. Your support means the world to us. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to hit the subscribe button, leave a review, and share the love. Remember, life is an adventure and we are thrilled to have you along for the ride. Until next time, stay fab, stay true to yourself, and keep embracing how it is. Sending you 